Jesus, we thank you and your name alone be exalted this day. Father, glorify the word as our soul, our spirit, receive the gathered word of grace. Let the truth of the gospel, Lord, be exposed. Reveal to us, Lord, the mysteries of the kingdom as you do. Adding to us, for you said, Lord, through your word that they have life unto those that find them. Lord, want to find them like Jericho. Let this word bring joy to our spirit, Lord, stay our faith. Let us be rooted and grounded, Lord, in the truth of the gospel. Let your beauty be upon us all. We thank you. Father, I come against any form of hindrance, anything that thought that would stand in the way of the gospel. Let the fullness of the blessings of the gospel get to your people and let heart be changed. Let heart be knitted together and love rooted and grounded in faith i take utterance to articulate the mysteries of the kingdom thank you sweet holy spirit bring salvation to your people bring healing to your people let minds be liberated let heart be liberated in jesus name amen praise the lord well god bless you so much um i come away once again um in the fullness of the, of the blessings of the gospel um, on the same subject, the defense and confirmation. The gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ needs to be confirmed and needs to be defended. In the book of Titus, um, the man of God talks about defending the gospel. Of course, the very faith that we've all believed. He said in, 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 in the book of Jude 1, 3, he says, drop everything to write you about this life of salvation that we have in common. I have to write that you fight with everything you have in you for this faith entrusted to us as a gift to God and cherish. This is a gift that God has given unto us to God and to cherish. We have to defend and, and confirm the gospel. I have told you that, you know, talking of the confirmation of the gospel, it has to do with your faith. In the gospel you cannot have faith in that which you don't know so it implies that you need to know the gospel what the gospel is then you can fully cherish and guard it defend it is the fight so how do you fight for the gospel and how do you also express faith in the gospel something you know nothing about so in the past um, three weeks we've been looking at what the gospel is all about by now I know you should know um, that a gospel has to do with the, the the death, the the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. What he fully accomplished. He was delivered unto us as a lamb before the sheriffs. The Bible says that in Isaiah 53, as it pleased the Father, gave him. See, God revealed his, his arm to us in the form of his son. The saving arm of God, being Jesus Christ, was exposed to us who was else you know before then known as the word of god he manifested as the perfect lamb of god our perfect sacrifice the one that became our, our the full penalty of our sins now listen and listen very good jesus paid for everything and i'm going to prove to you jesus you know all the demands of justice jesus paid for for man sinned and money needed to pay. No angel could pay. 
you know, an innocent person needs to come in to help, but the innocent person has to be um, a personality from the race of Adam. If Adam could not do because of his sin, then there should be a sinless man to do so. Nobody could do that. Seth couldn't do. You know, we made mention. We've we've gone already. So this is equal to what we began doing three weeks ago. And uh, I believe that today um, we will finish with the first phase, and then we we'll go to phase two, which is basically the confirmation. And so, um, in between time, we will just intermittently we shall be doing this. Look at the the confirmation because what we what we're doing right now has to do with the confirmation. Once you know what the gospel is all about, you need to confess it. You need to profess it. You need to, you know, advocate the gospel. And I told you that the confirmation has to do with what? The confession, what you show and what you share. You have to show to the world that truly I have, I have been saved. Yes, Jesus saved me. You have to live a life that is worthy of, see, worthy of, um, of, of the gospel. And that is what we share like of the gospel. I, in, 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 a, in a message translation of Philippians 1, the message 27, it says, Meanwhile, live in a such a, live in such a way or manner, in a way that um, uh, uh, that you are, you see, in such a way that you live in such a manner that you are a credit to the message of the of, of Christ. Let nothing in your conduct hang on whether I come or not. Your conduct must be the same whether I show up to see things for myself or hear of it from a distance. And I told you, we read from the book of Colossians 1, Paul, you know, Apostle Paul talking about my absence, it starts to do with faith and love, two things. He always talk about faith and love upon hearing your faith and your love that he has your love so whatever you read the gospel is the gospels especially the, the pauline scriptures and you see since i heard of it has to do with faith if you're familiar with the writings of apostle paul you know so to hear of your faith and your love in him today we're going to see how can that feature in your in our salvation and we shall see sin if sin is taken out of the way then there should be life because sin brought death if there's no sin then there should be no death right so um we shall you john, john 3 16. Uh, okay father we thank you in the name of jesus thank you for your utterance hallelujah so um the gospel once again it's it's a good news and we are to live a, a life that is worthy of the calling of this vocation we've been called to profess the faith what faith the response of our heart, our spirit to the word of God, what God has documented for us, what is written for us to know. And it is true, we are the we are the saved of the Lord. Is it once saved forever saved? Is it once saved you need to do something? And that's the question that now, you know, every now and then. And because people have not known the gospel, many preachers have not really understood the gospel. It takes revelation. Apostle Paul talks about, you see, the truth of the gospel in, in Galatians 2. The truth of the gospel. In Galatians 1, you see, you know, he talks about how that he marveled, you know, that, you know, the Galatian church had, had moved, moved suddenly, swiftly from the, from the gospel onto another gospel. In chapter 3, he said, oh, you foolish Galatians, what be with you? What's bewitched you before whose very eyes and see Jesus? So, what are you trying to perfect in the flesh? If God cannot do, who can do this? So, you know, God used God had to shed, see, shed blood in, in the book of Genesis to cover the nakedness of Adam and Eve, right? So, but the sheep is innocent, the sheep knows nothing about what Adam did. That the sheep is not in the class of man, there has to be a mankind, you see, a 
fully who could do this um said couldn't do it if couldn't do it because they were the perpetrators of, of the of the evil themselves and sin is essentially sin is spiritual it's a spiritual thing so it it was imparted onto see imparted transferred to the next generation the children were also born in sin like david said i was conceived in sin oh so all of them they have seen ah they are seen in their bloodline Nations went nobody could do it until god sat and was like mm, Today I will go, who shall I say, who shall go for me? And the Bible said, you see, Jesus came as a, the perfect imprint of divinity as well as human, as the son of God and the son of man. He came and the life coming from God, because life comes from man and not the woman. The body is formed in the woman by life from the sperm, the, see, the seed, the spermia, the seed, right, the seed. Now, so life and man over here is a woman right and jesus was born the bible says in galatians 4 that when the fullness of time was come god sent his own son the likeness of sin god sent his own son you see made another law by a woman made by a woman another law he came to save the law he came to save the law the bible says the law and the prophet were there Luke 16 16. the law and the prophet they were unto john's time and since then the kingdom of God has been preached unto John. So John ended the Old Testament, right? And Jesus began a new. Are you following? So John was between the Malagrindo Jose. John's time is the intertestamental times between the old and the new, right? And Jesus came, he ushered in Jesus as a voice that Christ in the wilderness, preparing the way of the Lord, and he made an you know a highway for the Lord by baptizing people to know how sinful man is so that baptism of john was to turn the heart of men see unto god again knowing so well that none merits the glory of god none merits i wanted to understand the gospel very well so jesus had to come because no one could pay the price full no one could do it everyone had this sin our lives were stained with sin our hearts our spirit were stained with sin so he came by himself and he had to come as, as a man that's why he came though god he had to be in a human form to die since he talks about the son of god the son of god but you see when he comes to dying for us as man he had to die and he died for us a man who knew no sin who, who had not Rababaya. today i'm so charged I'm so chat. Acts Romans, First Corinthians. Okay, so Second Corinthians chapter five. Let's go there very fast. Oh Jesus. Um, let's start from um, somewhere fifteen. Second Corinthians five of okay, look fourteen. For the love of Christ constraineth us. Because you see, the, the love of God controls us. It's the love of God that recall. You know, we are restrained and constrained, right? Restrain means that, you know, um, um, you refrain. Constraints are that which impede. Listen to me. You can refrain from doing something because you want to exercise restraint. Constraints are like external factors. It's not about you. I can restrain my, 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 my appetite. You know my desire to eat and what have you but constraint that you have no, you have no food right for the love of god she constrains us you know we, there are parameters oh my god the bible says for us to be circumspective there is a way of thinking there's a way of living our life don't don't let your heart be so pervert like that don't let your heart get perverted don't just go far walk within the ramage of the faith see let the love of christ control 
Look at it. Verse some. Because with that John, that if one died for all, so one man came here, if one man Adam sinned and the sin of Adam covered all, oh, rub us all in, we're all roped in, then, ah, then I can also die for all. Are you following? Now, there is nothing you could do under the, see, the old covenant. There was nothing that any man could do to make him less a sinner. Whether he killed or not, still a sinner. Sin was inherited, was imparted. It was imputed. It's like an embossment. Once uh, uh, the innate ability and the skill to, to sin is there. And so with that job, that if one died for all, then we're all dead. So we all died. That's the gospel. We all died. For the wages of sin is dead. So I have paid for my sins already. God is not an unrighteous judge. He committed. But sins. Do I just... You see, listen. Now, the Bible didn't say sins. It says sin for a reason. The whole thing. Um, put something there. Let's go to Romans 8 very fast so that I will explain what it means. Because with that judge, this is the way we judge that. If one died for all, then we're all, then all died. Oh, so I died in Christ. Look at, look over here. Romans chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. Uh-huh. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life has made me free from the law of sin and death. So the law of the spirit of life makes me free from the law of sin and death. But what the law could not do, the law that were given to man, what the law could not do, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for not... In the likeness of sinful flesh, so likeness of flesh like this, he died. The Bible says, For what the law could not do, in that it was moved through the flesh, God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin. So Christ came for sin. The Bible says, What he condemned sin. Oh, Gaba. He condemned sin. In the, see, he came in a sinful flesh and he condemned sin in that flesh. In that, <laughs> oh Jesus, that verse 4 that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, not by us. We don't fulfill righteousness, no, it is fulfilled in us, it is passive. Not that we see, not that we think of anything else of ourselves. That's what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 3. Not that we are not that we are capable of ourselves to think anything like it's by our own doing. But our sufficiency, our ecanotis, but our ecanotis, our ability, our capability is from the spirit. <laughs> how do I overcome? Um, oh Jesus, how do I how, how do I overcome? Um, what do I call it? Um, 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 uh, my addiction. How do I overcome this? It is not. It's not about you. In Second Corinthians three. The verse 3, now look at this. It says, For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistles of Christ, you are the righteousness of Christ. You see, Christ endorses you, the righteousness of Christ, ministered by us. So we administered the, the word unto you. We, we, we spoke. And it became epistles of Christ. Once you believe, you conform. Today we can't talk so, so much about the believing. How that by belief, by faith, you're righteous. All righteousness, that's for you. No matter your level of growth in the Lord, you need this message. Now pay attention. Um, so he says, uh, "Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit." Now, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the Living God, not in tables of stone like the law on at Mount Sinai, but in fleshly stone. And such trust we have through Christ 
to God or toward God. This is a trust that we have toward God. This is our consciousness. This is the way we. Oh, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called sons of God. Now, so this is the way we, our mind should be controlled. Look at this. And such trust we have through Christ toward God, to God, toward God. This is the way we think toward God. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. My ability to overcome sin is of God. My ability to live righteous is of God. My ability to do good, I don't know before, I, I couldn't love, but my ability to love is of God. My ability to lay down my life for God is, you know, is, is of God, not of myself. Don't forget, he said, <laughs> you know, to do all things without complaining memory. Why? Because he said, it is God who is at work in us, both to will and to do of his good work, pleasure. So it is, the Christianity is not about you doing anything. It's about what has been done for you, what has been accomplished in you. You must have faith. And by faith, you align yourself with, you see, the finished works. All I did for you, by faith, you step into it. By birth. Once you are born, how do you inherit sin? By being born. She born into the world. Born of the seed of man. <laughs> if it ahead, if you came from sperm, you form a zygote before. See, once a sperm and, and the egg meet together like this, sin has been birthed. You've inherited that thing already. And the same way, when you're also born of God, that's why you have to be born again. You must be born again. So when you are born again, no one teaches the, the child, no one teaches the child how to sin. It is within, it's an innate ability. It is something within, right? It is something within. It's like an inspiration to, to do evil. Apostle Paul says, whenever I want to do good, evil is always present with me. <laughs> the good that I would, I do not. The evil that I would not, that I find myself doing. And if I do that, listen, if I do, the evil that I would not. It is no longer I which is good. It is no longer see I, but the sin, the evil that dwells within me. So the nature of man is evil. The imagination. God said, for the imagination of the heart of man is continually evil. That's man. And that is why you have to be born again. And that's what the gospel is all about. You can do the ablutions, you can do the oblations and what have you, but the main thing is to, to submit yourself to the law of righteousness which comes by faith. So God sent his son to do this for us. So let's read on. I, I want to continue. Um, chapter 5, 2 Corinthians 5 now. The verse 14, for the love of Christ constrains us. So the love that Christ had, you know, has for us control, controls our thinking, controls our actions, controls our being. It stimulates our faith. And leads us on a progressive um, walk with Him in love, and our faith also appreciate, appreciate as we walk with Him. That's just because with that judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead, and that He died for all, and that He died for all, that they which live should not henceforth from this day forward live unto themselves. But unto him we died for them. So someone died for us and rose again. The one that rose again. Father, I thank you for the light of the gospel. So you see, in John 3, 16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave. Whoever believeth in him should, should not, 
should not should not should should not perish anyone that believes in him should not perish but have something why if sin brought death last we look at it the sting of sin is death right so the, the power of death is drawn from sin so sin empowers just as the law empowers sin today i will explain that concept to you why the law came and what the law for the law is a schoolmaster in galatians 3 to bring us to the grace why is it so out no we all shut we're all shut in until grace was introduced and i wanted to understand it everyone was born sinful so um as they demanded the law it wasn't god's you know at the dead end uh um, 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 um attitude attitude of, of the of the Israelites that way like god we couldn't hear we can't we can't we you know we can't endure your voice it's too much you moses go go listen to him and tell us whatever he commands us we shall do so let him command us and we shall do and god gave it to adam the law exposes how weak we are that truly adam sin and we have the sinful nature now because god wants to bring us to the tree of life again because adam sin in the middle of the garden was a garden of see was the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil tree of knowledge of good and evil that's law good and evil the tree of law was there and there was also the tree of life which is the tree of love so there was law and love at the same time and god entreated us to maladosi so we could eat of the tree of life first and by that we will be able to control we have life and by that we'll be able to control law so that we never come under the law but to be under the grace under the love to be able to overcome because love conquers all things to overcome laws so that we could because he will write his word in our heart and we'll know what to do so um anytime god gave law to my man sin right so let's go to the garden the garden once again in the garden of eden there was a tree of the see of of the knowledge of good and evil and there was a tree of life too in the middle and beloved man went for the wrong tree went for the knowledge of good and evil and that's law and as man sinned Man could not handle that. Since then, man had never triumphed in life until Jesus came. Tree of life again. That's the tree of life himself. The tree of life. Is the tree of life. They never oh, shot. Adam and Eve Eve ate of a law, but I've come as a love of God. Eat of this love and be full. Eat of this love. And be full, and that's what God demanded of them. So, whatever eat of this love of that tree, they went astray. When he ate of this tree, which is the tree of love, and for God so loved the world of His only begotten Son. So, if sin brought death, then the love of God should bring life. Are you following? Now, because by eating the tree of the law sin came by eating of the tree of life you receive righteousness as gifts will it's beyond it's beyond the control of any man the same applies to anyone that believes jesus it's beyond your control you are righteous father thank you the bible says henceforth no henceforth Ah, uh, wherefore henceforth no we no man after the flesh, yet though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now no henceforth know we him no more. So we have known Christ, we ate with him. The apostle was talking, you see. 
we walk with him and what have you but now he's transfigured see just see born again we have to be born again so you've known him this way but now it's no more that way and that 17 therefore verse 17 therefore if any man be in christ if anyone be in christ is a new creature all things are past and will be good all things are now become new all things are now new now and all things are of god so all things now are of god my life is of god my body is a temple of god everything about me is of god now all things are of god this is a gospel all things are of god now i know are his praise the lord now so let's let's be jamming small small verse 20 now we are now you know now then we are ambassadors of as did as though god did beseech you by us we pray in christ that be reconciled to god so become born again be reconciled verse 21 for he has made him to be seen jesus was made to be seen no sins to be seen for us the bible says in romans 8 we read it romans 8 verse 2 for what the law could not do for the for the law of the spirit of life has made me free for the law of sin and death for what the law could not do in that own son the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh verse 4 that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us shall might be fulfilled in us might be fulfilled in us that the righteousness of the law all the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us it's the gospel now so the bible says for he has made him sin for us who knew no sin who knew no sin that uh-huh we might be made the righteousness of it means that what adam became was actually the nature of of the devil satanic nature evil and when you become born again you receive the nature of the father The righteousness of God is who you are as a Christian. You are the righteousness of God. Nothing short of it. You are full of God. Of his fullness, of his fullness have we all received. Grace for grace. Praise the Lord. So the Bible says that we are made righteousness. We are made his righteousness. We are the righteousness of God. So what are we looking at now? Now, this is the gospel. Anyone that be in Christ is righteous. Is righteous. Now, um, I, I want us to look at this. In Romans, Romans chapter 10, I think the verse 4, I like that so much. I really love this. Romans 10 verse 4. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness the law that was given to man that by that they may keep the standard is to have right you know fellowship with god the right standing with god laws were given men and they couldn't keep them all and don't forget to work with god you need to be righteous you can't keep nine and fault of what at one point or stumble at one point you need to be full of the law full of obedience Praise the Lord. You, 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 you know, the ones that are convenient to you do. And that is cooperation. The man of God says so. 
if you do what you agree to do, you agree is good to be done. It is called cooperation. And obedience is when obedience, on the other, other hand, has to do it. Or submission, rather, has to do it. Your obedience, regardless. Though you don't agree, you have to do it. So, righteousness must be submitted unto. Praise the Lord. So, let me read to you from the... Um, um, Bread in my heart, desire and prayer for Israel is that uh, they might be saved. Look at it, that they might be saved. That means they, they know of God, but not according to knowledge. So, though they have the zeal, they want to fast, they want to do this, they believe in Titan and what have you. But look at it. Though they, I better record that, you see, I, I have this testimony. I, I testify of them that they have zeal for God. They have some love for God. But not according to knowledge, according to scripture. God's right so there is God's righteousness not the human standard for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and and going about to establish their own right so there's the self-righteousness going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God so God's only submission it doesn't make sense just believe it that's all also what if I smoke yes I'm so righteous what if a man since he was born, still a sinner, fasting doesn't change anything. The same way, no acts can change the heart, can change the, the new heart that God gives you. The new heart will I give you. No acts can change the heart of righteousness that God has given you. Ecclesiastes says you cannot add to what God has made, neither can you take away from it. You can't add, you bleach it to come again. It resurface again. See, uh, the melanin, it will come again. Praise God. Praise God. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. So you must believe. For God so loved, loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the begotten son, that whosoever believeth, the thing is believing, whosoever believeth should not perish, but should have, should have eternal life. What does it mean to have eternal life? The life of God. Righteousness is God's nature. You must have his life to have his nature. If you don't have an animal life, you cannot have the animal nature fully. You need to have the human life. You need to have a human nature. The same until you have the nature of God. You cannot see the life of God. You cannot express his nature. Is it true that we have the nature of God? Second Peter. Oh my God. Chapter 1, verse 3. According as his own divine, his divine power has given us all that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us unto what? Virtue, right? Glory and virtue. Verse 4. Whereby I give unto us exceeding great and precious, whereby I give unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these, that by these promises, three promises, eternal life, righteousness, and the Holy Ghost. Eternal life, righteousness, and the Holy Ghost. God promised of His Spirit in, in the book of Joel, in, in the book of Mashalagaba, uh, uh, in the book of Titus 2. The man of God, see, Titus says that uh, in hope of eternal life, which God promised before the war began. Oh, Shalaga. God promised eternal life. And His nature, righteousness, He says so in Ezekiel chapter 36. God says so. You know, a new heart will I give you, a new heart. 
he spoke about that. So that's the righteousness. God, God promised us. This is sitting great and God gave us. That by this, look at this. That by this he might what he might be partakers of the divine nature. That we partake of his nature. Righteousness is God's nature. It is having a right standing with God. And also the nature of God. God's righteousness. And the life of God is eternal. The life of God is eternal. That is eternal life. The everlasting life. Father, be glorified. If you are born again, if you are born again, how do you know you are born again? Do, have you believed the God is? I believe with my heart that you are, you, you, you are, you, you are Lord. You are Savior. I take you as my Savior today. If I say this, I believe. And you believe and just confess that I make you the Lord of my life. You don't need to say plenty things. That's all. You are born again. You are born again. You are born again. I'm glad I'm born again. Praise the Lord. So every born again is called unto glory and virtue. Two. Then we partake of the divine nature. Three. He has said that we, look at it. Partaking, you know, partakers of the, we are sharers. We are sharers. We are associates of the divine, see, divine kind. So it says we are partakers of the divine nature. We partake of that nature of God. Having escaped the corruption which is in the world through lust. Oh my God. What brings the corruption is the lust of the world. The lust that the devil has injected into the system. Lusts. Ill cravings, wrong cravings, no evil appetite, strong uncontrolled. Now, I want to read something to you. So, we have known that we have the nature of the Father, we partake of His righteousness, is a gift. Now, look at Galatians 3 21 with me. I want to read Galatians 3 21 to you from the Message Bible. If such is the, the case, is the law then an anti-promise? Is the law against the promise of God? A negation of God's will for us? Not at all. It's now to make obvious to everyone that we are in ourselves out of right relationship with God. So the law makes us know that we are we are out of right standing with God. And therefore, to show us the futility of devising some religious system, forgetting by our own efforts what we can only get by waiting in faith for God to complete his promised life. Oh, since man sinned, God could see the nature of man. Oh, there's evil. Man needs redemption. How do I bring him? How do I bring man in? Wow, wow, wow. And in the process of time, the law came. I want us to look at this. He said, um, and therefore to show us the futility of devising religious, some religious system for getting by our own uh, complete or gets. We can only get by waiting in faith for God to complete or to complete his promise. For if any kind of rule keeping had power, the law, if the law had power to create life in us, 
we would certainly have gotten it by this time if there was any law that could give us like in john 8 jesus says search the scriptures for he, for in them eating you have eternal life you have life john says so said the scriptures and what was he talking about he came at a point when when paul had not written anything matthew had not written anything so there was no new testament so they had a law so check for the law for you think that in the law you have life so just check go through them the man that obeys them shall live by them he will prosper like the young rich ruler but to have that life of the spirit the life of god so the law was there at the right time to let man know, and the law revealed the weaknesses of man, that we tried all we could, but we can't do it. That is why you have to rely on grace. So, the law shut us in, see, to at the right time, so Christ would come, grace would come, that we could actually jump, embrace grace. <laughs> you know, we... we, we we are saved by grace and never of our own selves. Ephesians 2, last week, look at that. We are saved by This connects on a large scale. On a large scale, you know, canvas with um, the question as to why men seek alternative ways of getting salvation. Why are they looking for other ways to get salvation? No law could bring life to us. So why are men get life or to do this? Listen, the reason why people take medicine is because men are looking for <laughs> men are looking for salvation. Men are looking for deliverance, that's salvation. They are looking for fulfillment. Since man fell, man has been see, man has been looking for ways by which he would reconnect. And so all we're doing with the invention, the creation, whatever we do, the re all is in the wake of how to reclaim what we lost. What does the what does the ant want in a bottle in a sugar bottle? What does he want in it? What does he want from the bottle? Has it has, has it misplaced something? Did he leave something out that he wants to get it again? Interesting. All that we don't know is this: we have this thing in us. The Bible says, "For you know, we are we all have gone astray. We've gone away on our own separate ways, and it's calling us." The reason men are see men are struggling so much is because they want this salvation, but they don't know how to get it. Listen, stop now. Don't go for water. Don't do the the ablutions and what have you. Come to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Like I said, this connects us. So we are saved by grace and grace only. So um, um it connects us uh, um, um, on on a large scale canvas as to why men are. To be saved getting the understanding that there is no other way to get saved there is no other way to get saved there's no other way to get saved no other way to get saved you know when we get understand that there's no other way to get saved this will invariably see you know give you the, the edge to throw yourself or throw ourselves upon god's grace which is able to save the Bible calls the engrafted word which is able to save our souls. God brought in the law. Listen, God brought in the law. He brought the law in, in the law to show us how weak, oh Jesus, the human effort is. In attempt to, in attempts to live right with God, 
you know, we see that we fall. The human effort, you know, always. By the law is, is the knowledge of sin. And sin shows our wretchedness. I have tried, but I can't do it. I've been trying to be a good guy. You know, every listen, anyone you see to be a good guy, dress nice, like you know, someone told me this going to I don't want this to be a like an attack on some people because that's what people perceive of me. Um that I, I hate some Yes, I've told you, I am I I know the truth, so I can't I don't love I don't love lies or error i hate darkness you see god hates darkness while there's light i can't live so um this guy looks so nice and what have you very kind but i told her earlier that listen an effort and human effort fails god has not trust man you know it was written because of the old man the old man is not see uh, the old man is full of fear insecurities and selfishness so whatever love an unbeliever shows you is for a season there is always an expectation return if you're a lady listen to me now if a guy listen to me now just a Muslim shows you is for a mutuality that you to you show me some kindness sometime even there are pastors and Christians who also show love just on a human see uh, you know, on a level that men will see the eye service to please others for men to see so be be watchful god bless you so the law came because um has to our weaknesses so like like um this guy came the law were there unto john the baptist came he came to also as it were accentuate our sufferings he came to also you know accentuate the law <laughs> Rabban Koshaha, because the law, the law plays accents on our human wretchedness. When he came, he said, "Listen, what John the Baptist was doing is this: he was not giving life, oh, he was not giving them. See, it was hope. Now, come, the, the the high priest, the chief priest, and all the people around, the Pharisees, that you see, you are whitewashed tomb. But if you listen to me, you know." You can show, you know, we have what we call the masculine personality. We want to just, you know, show some attitude that we are good, we are kind, we don't talk plenty, but deep down our heart, we know if only God will expose the things we think about. You'll you be wondering in a church, uh, a church what some guy is thinking, what he's seeing, where he's gone. The high heavens is gone already. See, so sometimes the mouth will be confessing this, but the confession of the heart is different. And it confesses quite different. The heart is that's what Jeremiah 17 says. Deceptive about all things. So the nature of man is that wretched, see that wretched, hopeless, sin craving, ceaseless, ceaseless, see, sin craving appetites, wrong appetite for evil, to hold rancor against, uh, to retaliate, vengeance, and to revenge, to avenge the self, and it's there. It's there. That's what Christ can do. That's the gospel. Praise the Lord. Now, the Lord places us into our human wretchedness. Impartation of righteousness implies one thing. <laughs> Eternal life. If truly we've been given righteousness, 
it means we have eternal life. Why? Sin, if sin brought death, a life without sin has to bring life or is life. That is what the Bible says for now God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten that also our believers should not perish. Should not perish. What does he mean? Should not perish. Now, no Christian legally has to go to hell because men will go to hell because of sin. And Christ paid for the sins. In Romans 5, maybe I have to help you with Romans 5 and then we go to maybe 1 Corinthians. Romans 5, 9. Romans 5, 9. I'll take you to Romans uh, um, 3, 20, 23. Romans 5, 9. The Bible says that I'll do it. Let's start from maybe chapter 5, verse 5. And hope make it not shame. You know, make it not shame because the love of God is shed abroad in the heart by the Holy Ghost. Which is given when we were when we were, when we were yet without strength in sin, right? In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. So Christ died for the ungodly. So it means that it, this is the gospel. If you believe, it means that you are now godly. For in due time, Christ was manifested that he should die for the ungodly. So now let's continue. For scarcely for a righteous man, hardly for a righteous man would one dare to die. That's what the next verse says. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, per, yet adventure for a good man, per adventure for a good man would, for a good man some would even dare to die. Oh, this is a good guy. I love this guy. Our president, I love him. I want to die for him. Please kill me for him. Hardly. Anybody that tried, this Trinibua could be and what the history that we have, check very well. And there were promises attached to it. Love is unconditional, right? So, promise me that if I should die, you take care of all my children, oh, like the soldiers are doing. And after that, they go for you know what I mean. <laughs> it is not love, it is not love. The human love is selfish. Human love is selfish. Only the love of God is true. Let's continue. Today is the final phase of, of it, and then next week we're going to to the confirmation and the defense wow why you have to defend the gospel with all you have why you have to be confessing the gospel why you shouldn't be ashamed of the gospel so long as you you, you are ashamed of the gospel you're in trouble now let's go so but god commanded his love toward us in that while we're yet sinners while we're yet sinners christ died for us see while we're yet sinners christ died for us okay now the bible says much more than being now justified so we are justified by his blood so what does it mean to be justified it means to be declared righteous so when we were without we didn't call god god come and do it too he saw how wretched we were he brought a lot to help us so we tried with all human efforts we realized no we couldn't do it then god sent his sent his son in whose blood we have propitiation for our sins we have atonement of sin are you following? The main thing is sin. Because of sin, that's why man is doomed for hell. For hell, right? And Jesus comes to give you the righteousness. <laughs> we thank Jesus. Now let's continue. Are you, are you learning something? Let's continue. Much more than, so if God commended his love toward us, while we're yet sinners, now, now that we are in him, much more than 
being now justified by his blood. Now, the word justified means to be, to see, to be declared righteous. It means you are acquitted and discharged. You've been examined through and through. And it, it has come at a meticulous study, you know, uh, and survey that you, you, you don't owe. You are faultless. It means God sees you to be faultless. In Christ, you are seen to be faultless. I don't know what people are preaching, but we are called to preach the gospel. If you're listening to me now, uh, we're going to continue. You're going to see it. I want you to know that you are saved from hell. You don't have anything to do, to do with hell. No Christian. Because it's been paid for. Christ went to hell. In that one, see, and with that job, the Bible says, for the love of Christ constrains us. It's in Corinthians 5, 14. For the love of Christ constrains us. And then he said, because with that job, that if one died, then we're all dead. If one died, then we're all dead. If one died, that they that died, you see, he said, he said it, they that they that died, they, they, they that uh, uh, have died should no longer live unto themselves. I wanted to look at this carefully. It is skillfully, you know, crafted. We have to look at it much more than being now justified by his blood. We shall be saved from while we we're even in sin, while we we're godless, see, ungodly, ungodly very sinful in that nature without hope he brought his son to us he commended his love toward us god exposes love for us so he says much more than uh, being now justified by the blood by his blood by the blood we shall be saved from wrath through him what am I saying? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not what? Who is that preacher that says, <laughs> he uh, preached to his congregation that they go to hell. And he himself says that you know where, where he will make eternity. It's interesting. What are you preaching then? If you have no hope, what are you preaching? A hopeless preacher. You don't know. That you've been saved. <laughs> you are even drowned. And how does a drowning, you know, a drowning man who is hardly clutching onto straws? You know, straws in the water cannot help you. You need some sticks. My God, an anchor to, to hold you. And you are drowning. And you are barely tapping on and clutching onto straws. And you are preaching to some people, going out for evangelism. What are you talking about? Are you? Shall I grace If you don't know what you have, what are you giving to them? What we have, they, see, such as I have given thee. If you don't have salvation, what are you preaching then? You don't know the good news. It is called good news. It is not by human efforts. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves. Our sufficiency is of God. If you're not saved, who then shall be saved? And they read scriptures like, scarcely shall the righteous be saved. And if the righteous have nowhere to stand, where are we going to be? You see, you have to know the right, see, the rightest mindset. 
<laughs> they only say that and Christian shall stand before him to be judged for sin of the beamer seat of Christ and we shall judge the world we shall just sin together with Christ we shall judge the world and we shall stand before Christ for our rewards and that is why you have to be a partner of the gospel you have to confirm and defend the gospel that's the reason why God brought me away in a comfort on that desk that's why God brought me if I hear the screens of your phone it's because I come with the gospel the blessings of the gospel to know don't ever think don't you ever think that you are not saved you must have the full assurance of hope that blessed hope that we have is a rapture and I'm going to help you to you know be looking for battles fighting battle because if you really live righteously before God you live the, that godly life the gospel kind of life you'll be having situations but you'll be hoping to be clothed upon to be trans see to be transitioned into the next dimension you will love to go to be with the Lord you love to leave this world because nothing of this world tickles your fancy you are not worldly <laughs> so the Bible says we are safe from the wrath to come what are we talking about the wrath to come yes yes why because in the mind of God see the eyes of God is different let's see how God sees things from Romans 4 then I take it to the wrath of God the Bible says so I'll take it to first Thessalonians 1 you see that we are delivered from the wrath to come the wrath to come I'll take it through scriptures to see for yourself that we are not part of the wrath to come God has delivered us from that wrath. That is salvation they received. How do you understand salvation? That you are saved. What does it mean to be saved? What does it mean to be saved? Saved from what? Even those that are that don't believe that they are righteous and they claim they are saved, ask them. They still fall sick because they don't know the gospel. Always sick. What befalls the worldly before? You see, befalls them because they don't know. They don't know the truth of the gospel. They don't know the liberty that Christ brought away. <laughs> it's a liberty. Now, Romans 4, verse, you know, from verse 1. What shall we say then that our father, you know, Abraham, our father, has put into the flesh, has, has found. What did Abraham find, you know, in the flesh? Just imagine Abraham, what did he get in the flesh? Let's continue. You, you, you understand better if you've really read the faith, the hall of faith. In Hebrews 11, you see what it means. What has it found? For if Abraham were justified by works, look at it. For if Abraham were justified by, by works, he has went off to glory, but not before God. Is there any work that Abraham did that made him merit God's righteousness? No. Others say because he went to offer his son to God. It's not true. Way before the guy offered his son in Genesis 17, you know, God gave him the seal of circumcision. And the guy believed God. In Genesis 15, the Bible says, I am thy children and see the reward. And the Bible says in verse 7, that as Abraham believed God, it was credited unto him for righteousness by believing. And we are the seed of Abraham in Galatians 3, right? Galatians <laughs> 3, 7. Now, for if Abraham were justified by works, then he, he has well off to glory. If by what, the good thing that Abraham did, then Abraham could boast and say, Ah, but I did it before I got this. Hey, but not before God. You don't boast before God. 
For what said the scripture, Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Abraham believed God. Father Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Genesis 15 verse 6, it is there. Check from the Bible. And Galatians 3 6. Abraham believed God. The Lord prayed the gospel to Abraham. Abraham believed the gospel. And that's all. It's a good news, right? Now, look at it. For what the Lord, for what says the scripture, Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him, don't, don't you see that Abraham just believed God and he was made righteous. And the Bible says we are, and they say, hey, Adam was see for we are the seed of Abraham. Some of them say we are seed of Abraham. Others say seed of Adam. Any preacher man, any Christian that thinks he's a seed of Adam, doesn't know the scriptures. You check from um, 1 Corinthians 15, from the verse 43, you see it. In Adam, we all died in Christ. We are after Christ. Now, continue. After Christ is used um, as an old English. That means we are um, after the likeness of Christ and not the likeness of Adam, the first man. Let's continue. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned. So the one that works is the reward not reckoned of grace. If you have done something good, then it's not grace. It's not about grace. It's about works. Wow. And you owe, you know, God owes you a debt. Once you've worked, you need to be paid for. Whatever he's giving you without pay, without working, it's not pay. It is gifts. And that's grace. It's gifts. Between that worketh not, but believe on him, that justifies the ungodly. Look at it. But to him, that worketh not. He doesn't have anything to show. But believe it on him, that justifies the ungodly. I'm ungodly man. But I'm justified. Praise the Lord. I am ungodly man, but I'm being justified. I am ungodly. But I believe I am justified by faith. Look at it. His faith is counted for righteousness. So your faith, though I'm ungodly, I smoke. I do the bad stuff. I, I look at me. I only do the bad things. Um, but I have faith in Jesus. The Bible says the one that, that's, that does not have any works, but believes on him that is able to justify. Now, many have come to Christ, but they don't believe that Christ is the one that is at work in them. He's the one that justifies the ungodly. Then, they live in their sins. You have to believe. You have to believe. Look at it. But he see, but but to him that worketh not, he has no works to prove. But believeth on him that is able to justify the ungodly, to declare him righteous. The Bible says that man is counted for righteous. That man is counted as a righteous man. Look at the next verse. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you. Go. So, um, the Bible says, but, but to him that worketh not, the one that doesn't work, he has nothing in the flesh to show. He's very weak. He, he finds himself um, gossiping all the time, stealing all the time, uncontrolled appetite for, for the obsessed sex and what have you. 
what can he do? He has hope. Yes, there's hope in the gospel for anyone that comes to God receives salvation. Anyone that calls upon the Lord is saved. So, <clears throat> but to him, Romans 4, 5, but to him, oh, that worketh not, but believe it on him that justifies the ungodly. Oh, maybe I'm ungodly, but there's someone, there's a deliverer. Now, his faith is counted for righteousness. So, you see, this is where the problem lies. Many a times, people stay in their old sin. They stay in their, their, their old habit because they don't believe in the one. <laughs> they've been taught. They've been taught to have some righteousness. They don't know how to submit to the righteousness of God. They think it's of their own ability. Because the Bible says that not, not that we are sufficient of ourselves. Not that we are capable of ourselves. Not that we are enabled by ourselves. Not that we can do by ourselves. But our sufficiencies of God. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything that just out of ourselves that it's from, coming from us. But ah, I can notice, our, our, I can notice our, our ability, our strength comes from above. It's of God that is that is working us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord forevermore. Father, in the name of Jesus. Now look at this. Even as David also described the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputed the word logizomai, Impute that the Lord imputes righteousness. God credits to the account of that person as righteous. God ascribes to. Are you following? God ascribes to. God changes the status and says, from, from this day forward, you are righteous. Now, guess what? It is not you who judges righteousness or sins. It is God. And he has a standard. He has the rule. And by enthusiastic, once he says, believe, and men who say, stop doing this until you do that, until you do that. See, I'm not advocating um, for the wrong lifestyle or wrong manifestations. But the truth of the matter is this. We have to submit to God's righteousness. And what people set their minds on, that, that those things could stop the work of God, are not true. They're not real. What will stop them from enjoying their, their benefit in Christ Jesus, their blessings in Christ, is their lack of faith, their sin consciousness. They are always shielded away from the glory of God. Now look at it. Even as David also described the, blessed, the blessedness of the man unto whom the Lord imputes righteousness without works, the guy has not done anything he has nothing to show um what what shall we say that uh that uh, abraham our father has pertaining the flesh has pertaining to the flesh has found because he lied before god he was not having faith god came genesis 15 genesis 15 hey, abraham hey i'm your shield and you're sitting great reward oh god <laughs> what are you saying what is this to me what are you saying what, is, what, would it, what, what would that change in my life don't you know uh, uh, my wife is barren? Don't you know I'm also childless? I'm impotent and you keep saying, you bless me, you keep saying this. He doubted. Even uh, the, the, the wife also doubted God's, God's word. Genesis 18. Yet, God still says this guy is full of faith. 
come to think of it, it's not about what you think. It's God that sets the rule. It's God that set the rules. The rule has been set by God already. And he determines who is right or wrong. You go to the law, see, you go to the law court and you prove, play around facts. Lawyers and the magistrates and whatever, they play around facts. And a good lawyer can play with your facts. Are you saying you saw my client steal your money? You mean money? You saw him play? What is he going to do with your money? You see, they play around facts. And that's what happens in the spirit as well. It's more legalistic than you, you, you could ever think. So, God has... That is why Jesus went with the exhibit. See, with the stains and the scars to show. I paid fully for. <laughs> uh, when he stole... Were you the one... Lawyer, were you the one he stole? No, I am the one here. I'm, I'm, I'm standing in for him. Once a lawyer is speaking, unless you are called upon, you are not to speak. Your lawyer speaks uh, in the hearings, you know, the fair hearings at the law court, the, you know, the, 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 the post-election, um, uh, what do you call it, um, law contest. We saw it. It's about facts. Do you have facts? It's about who has facts. It's not about, they don't deal with the truth there. It's fact, though. At the law court, it's about facts. Not the truth. Yes, I, I, I know you stole from me, but the, the thief can ask you, who was there? Who, you know, do you have any facts? He stole, yeah, I saw it, I saw it. You saw what? He, stole, he saw me stealing. God says, I am righteous. He's the one that justified. But there's something inside of me that you don't know. There's a faith that I have in God that is able to justify me. Though I'm ungodly, is the one that will change my life. Is the one that gives my life a meaning. Once I have this belief, ah, I love your faith. The Bible says in Isaiah 53 verse 1, who has believed our report. God wants someone to believe that his son died. Who has believed our report. And to whom is the hour of the Lord revealed, the salvation of the Lord revealed unto you. Who believes this? Saying, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven. Wow. And whose sins are covered. But I think I do, they are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute, the, the man to whom God will not count his sins. Oh, blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Oh my God. By believing that you are the one that justifies the ungodly. 320. The Bible says, look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to start from here, maybe verse 17. And the way of peace have they not known. They don't know the way of peace. They all gone, men have gone. Their feet are sweet to shed blood, destruction and misery are in their ways, and their way, the way of peace are not known by them. Have not have, have they not known? There is no fear of God before their eyes. The Bible says so. Verse 19. Now we know that what things over the law said, it is said to them who are under the law. So the law is set for those who have not seen Christ. To be under the law means you are outside Christ. You are eating of the tree of, you see, the knowledge of good and evil. So whatever the law says, it's just for those who are under the law, just under Father Abraham, you know, Adam. Now look at it. That every, every mouth may be stopped and all the world may be guilty before God. That we've, we all see, we've seen the law. I've been trying not to do this. I know that shall not survive still. 
so I know I, I steal. Sometimes I tell lies and shall not bear false witness. I do. And so I'm guilty before God. So the Lord makes you experience your weaknesses. But grace covers your weaknesses and gives you strength. Hallelujah. Now, so the Bible says, uh, Therefore, by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified. You can do all the good things that the laws stipulate. But, you know, by them you are not justified. Justified means being declared righteous. That you are see, acquitted. You are acquitted and discharged. You are declared free. We found no fault. So justified means you are faultless. That's the way God. See, the Bible said, <laughs> Oh, Jesus. According as he has chosen us in him, before the world began, that we should be holy without blemish. In Ephesians 1, 4. He has predestinated us. He chose us before the world began, that we should be, we should be without blemish. In, in Ephesians 5, he says that, that we shall be, you know, a chaste church without spot, no wrinkle, no blemish, or any sad things. Without blemish, without wrinkle, there's, there's no fault. This is the church Jesus is coming for. The people that he has washed in his blood. He's coming for those that he, he himself out. Imagine your chief examiner is the one teaching you. Whatever he teaches you, if you should sit to mark you, do you think he's going to mark you down? His own formulas and everything. And even when I had to write for you, this time, Jesus, when I had to write, and with his own handwriting, he appeared before God on our behalf. I read this to you from Hebrews 9, I think 24, last week. Now, look at it, 21. Now the righteousness of God without the law, without following the law, is manifested by you know being witnessed by the law and the prophet even the righteousness of god which is by faith of jesus christ unto all and upon so the thing is you have to believe it takes your belief it takes your belief it takes your faith why don't you so you are righteous you have to show it you are righteous in salvation you know, Galatians 4, 5, 4 says, Christ has become of none effect unto you, whosoever of you are justified by the law. And that in your mind, you know, you don't still, you don't do this, so you think by this. It says, Christ, see, Christ has become of none effect, of no effect unto you, whosoever of you are justified by the law. Ye are falling, it's in parentheses, ye are falling from grace. We are saved by grace. Any preaching that makes you rely on self is not of grace. It's of the law. And it means you have not submitted. You are not submitting to the law of the law of faith. Look at Galatians 3. I want to read to you. Galatians 3. Look at this. All foolish Galatians who have bewitched you that you should not be the truth. Obey the truth. Before whose very eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you, this only will I learn of you. Receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law, it by hearing of faith. Are ye so foolish having begun in the Spirit? So, what is working in the Spirit? 
is it by not the Bible says now look at it this is the error um there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus who in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit so they think um what the man of God is saying is that you have to walk in the air or just do something just be in the mood of worship no 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 what does it mean to be in the spirit look at it verse 3 are you so foolish having begun in the spirit are you now made perfect by the flesh <laughs> having begun in the spirit so when you believe a thinking of Christ and relying on his righteousness that's in the spirit the love of Christ should constrain you. Be the bodies, barricades within which to eat. You function. Don't go. Don't. So don't go beyond that. That's evil. Believe and rely on grace and grace only. The faith of Jesus that is able to save you. And that is what I want to bring your way today. Have you suffered so many things <laughs> in vain? If it if it be yet in vain, he therefore that ministered to you the spirit and works, works of the law or by the hearing of faith even as abraham believed god and it was accounted to him for righteousness know ye therefore that they which are of faith the same are the children of abraham by faith they are the children of abraham and the scriptures foreseeing that god would justify the heathen through faith preach the gospel unto abraham when he said ah and Father, we thank you. Now, so there's it. God preached the gospel unto Abraham. When God said, In blessing life, bless you, and I'll multiply you, and all the nations shall call it blessed. Indeed, shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. In but the Bible calls it gospel. Why? It's a good news. Listen, listen to this. Jesus said, Go and sin no more. Do you understand what it means by that? <laughs> he said that even under the law. Now, when God said, light be, light came. Ha. Ha. When Jesus said, go and sin no more, do you know what it means? When he said, light come, light, light became. Let it be light. When he says, go and sin no more, it means that, ha, yeah, yeah. There is grace that will go with you. Like Gideon, go in the power of this man. Am I right? So Gideon, go in the power. The angel told you know, Gideon to go in the power of this might. When God speaks to you in Daniel chapter 9, Daniel said, And when the angel spoke to me, I, Daniel, was strengthened. I was weak in my knees. Very weak, but he ministered strength to me. When God says, Go and sin no more, it's not saying go and, you know, use human efforts. No, 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 no. Shalagaba. Today I say unto you, Go and sin no more. Repahaya, receive strength to overcome your fears, and that's the gospel. And you have to confirm the gospel. Next week we're going to talk about confirmation. That's phase two of it's episode one, phase two. Now confirmation of the gospel. This is who you are. You are righteous. You have to confess it daily. You have to let the world know you are. Let them laugh at you because you are speaking the mind of Christ. Exempt the self from persecutions. You shall attract them, and the more they attract you. The more, the more you attract persecutions, the better you become in the spirit. And, and the bigger you become to us war. More blessed are you in the earth, you become more powerful in the earth as well. Because you have to represent unto you, Lord Jesus. Zopakaya. We are fully Lord ready. We are well equipped by your word to live for you. You died for us. You you gave us of your love. 
Oh, you shed your blood on our behalf, Allah Gaborji, that we might be the righteousness of God. We thank you, Lord, for dying for us. We thank you for our justification. Go ahead and speak in our tongues right now. Thank you for your justification. It takes nothing. See, it took man nothing to become, see, nothing to become who he is now. No man could help himself. Adam couldn't do it. The wife couldn't do it. The generations of men could not do it until Jesus came. Thank God for your justification. Says, I know, but I've come to you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Galatians 2.16, I want to read to you. And it says, Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. You can't do anything to change God's mind. And this is what God says concerning you. This is God. Ho, ho, ho. Le kabaya. We are his righteousness. I wanted to go. I just wanted to go ahead and thank you for your justification. You are declared righteous. I see no fault. Ah, but don't you see that this guy is mocking you? I see nothing. Listen, listen to me. While, hi, yeah, yeah, yeah. While Sarah was laughing, mocking, God asked, Sarah, did you laugh? God stopped it. Abraham married, you see, slept with, the, with, 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 with Hagar's, you know, with Hagar, Sarah's, and it was not, why? Because he was not under the law. The law came afterwards. It was under grace. I'm not saying go do the wrong stuff, but you see, grace empowers you. The grace of God is revealed unto, see, unto us. The grace of God has appeared unto all men. Just, teaches you, it teaches you that denying worldliness, ungodliness, worldly lasts. When you begin to see the grace of God, when the grace of God is well exposed unto you, that grace teaches you how to live, what, see, worthy of, of your calling. God bless you. I want to end with you here. Just thank God your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. You don't have anything as of yourself. Your spirit has been recreated. Everything again by confessing Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. If you love what I've told you right now, they want to share in fellowship with us in the Spirit and my God and with the Holy Ghost. All you have to do is to say, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for all you did for me. I believe with my heart. I give my heart. Come and live in me. I believe you died for me. You rose for me. I am righteous in you. Done. I'm born again. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. Now go ahead and thank God so much. Go ahead and just it takes righteousness to receive from God. The Bible says so in the book of Psalm 34. See, it takes righteousness to hear to, to actually receive answers from God. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. Knowing that you are righteous, you're justified. That means you are declared you know free from sin. You have dominion over sin to us well. You can go ahead and ask God whatever and call. God bless you so much. Until I come away next week, make sure you share the link with others. Let others know. Be a sharer. Next week, we have to hit a thousand. See, thousand. Make sure we share. God said for us to share. In Acts 13, I think for the free. Um, it, it's about how God said for, the, you know, for his, his, his apostles to share the lights. With the world that's the calling that god has given us as a commission 
to share light with others. And that light is life. And the light is the life of all men. That is Abandon Life Embassy, where we are restored. For the first man Adam sinned, for all our sin and come short of the glory of God. And the devil comes to steal, to steal, not to kill, steal, and destroy. But then he came to give us life and give us more abundantly. May the Lord grant you hope. May the Lord bring of the gospel in your home. May joy fill your heart. May you know that you are free with Jesus, that you have faith enough to save you. And that faith is the faith of Jesus. May you know that the gospel is all you need.